reckon that sounds like a good idea, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's just a roll with it type night. Blonde hair uh, and all. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome to the first Blue Abroad show uh, for 2024. It's oh, Monday. Mate. Oh, yes. Mate, it's Monday, the 8th of January, 2024. This is us. We are back for another year. We are back. We are back with a bang, back with a vengeance. Christian is in the chat. Hello, Christian. Hello, Marcus. Hello, Sars. Hello, Carlton Flaggers. Hello, James. Hello, Sean. Hello to everybody. Got uh, Aaron in there. It's good. People were waiting. You guys, you guys waiting for 24 to start or what? Ah, mate, we're here now. That's it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's bring it on. Yes. Boom. Uh, we have gotten through two of the three most important weeks. Actually, no, three. They're done. The three weeks. The break. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. The Adlays, the lads are back, mate. They're back. Uh, the yep. 2K time trial. There were no no secrets this time. So uh, I didn't get down there this time. The club were uh, prompt with the news that came out today, which was uh, nice. So, uh, yeah, Matty Cottrell just doing his thing again. Yeah. Well, we're going to touch on – we're going to – We'll touch on him a bit later because he yes. keeps popping up. Every time I do some sort of a preview of some sorts, every time I watch highlights from season 2023, he's just popping up a lot more and more in retrospect. He is. He is. Uh, I'm liking the shaved head as well. Um, yeah. I speak speak for myself with that clearly. But, yeah, uh, yeah so I, I, we did say that the first training session that you and I frequented uh, – for 2024 when we did our little day one update there seemed to be a uh they do take it seriously but there seemed to be a different type of seriousness that i don't think we've seen for the last uh however many years and it's it's uh it's nice it's nice there mm -hmm. seems to be a conviction and determination with what they're doing now so uh it is a welcome change sir a welcome change put it that way there was a name in that 2k time trial that i think is just going to uh raise a few eyebrows as well, which is good. So I'm sure you can probably guess who that name was, but uh, yeah. very happy to see him up there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I should probably ask, I mean, I know how your break was, but maybe you want to update the people. How was Christmas? How was yeah. New Year's? And you guys at <laughs> home, what did you do? What did you do over the break? Christmas was a uh, Christmas was a, uh, a quietish day, low-key day for us, but uh, we ate like pigs, obviously, as, as you do in the... Uh, the Wog Italian Greek household. I'm sure you're quite aware of that when it comes to all that kind of stuff. And then uh, New Year's Eve was a uh, an impromptu uh, night, but it was a, a very nice night. I actually, ended up seeing your brother that night, which was uh, which was funny. So good old Chris, the big man, young Gagani. He's not very well known around these parts. I should no. probably get him on. No, 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 no. I think he's uh, he, he's uh, he's good enough doing his own thing at the moment, mate. So I reckon uh, I reckon we might be seeing him uh, uh, headlining something very, very soon. That's uh, outside of this channel, but uh, yeah. that's for him to figure out, mate. So yes, uh, that was good. And then just a whole heap of work, mate. I haven't had any time off. I've got the next couple of days off, which is great. So uh, just a whole heap of racing stuff with Sen, uh, a whole a whole heap of main channel stuff. We're going to be. Uh, kicking off the podcast with Nick for Carlton probably in the next couple of weeks uh, in the lead up to the practice game. So we'll do a bit of that. Uh, and then it's just all all um, all full steam ahead to season 2024 for the AFL. So uh, plenty on the horizon for this year, catching up with Mars and Rocco after this. 
to uh, have a little uh, business meeting, a meeting of the minds with regards to the jumper punch and what's ahead for 2024. So plenty going on, plenty going on. What about you, sir? Well, I don't know. I might cop a little bit for this, but I don't care. So okay. Christian, good to see you went to the cricket. Uh, I went to Boxing Day, day one. Yes, uh, I was at the MCG. Yes. And I was on the yellow deck. Yes. Uh, it just so happened I won a competition. I won tickets. I didn't, you know, whatever. I didn't know what it was. Um, and I basically entered my details. 48 hours later, got told that I had tickets to this yellow deck. And then afterwards, I got a few DMs saying I'd sold out. Are <laughs> 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 you kidding me? Who from? Yeah. Just ran, random people, ran, really? random people. I think obviously oh, footy, wow. maybe Collingwood supporters. I, I don't know. There was like, I, I can only assume they know <laughs> me through the footy you know, <laughs> way. Um, so that was interesting. <laughs> Sell out the um, Garni. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I don't think I would have gone to the cricket if it wasn't for the deck. So maybe they're right. <laughs> okay, right. I was going to say, you're not really a cricket head, are you? Although I will admit that la the, when I went to the Boxing Day test, when was it? Two years ago. Uh, we did meet up in the MCC that time and had a little drink. Yeah. So I was very surprised to see you there at the cricket uh, that time. I go, yeah, you're not a cricket head, are you? But look, yeah. mate, you're an events head, so I understand. <laughs> I, I just, I'll, I'll be honest, this year is the, the year I've watched more cricket than any other year. I don't know why. I prob probably the yellow deck, to be honest. I've just set the tone. Just set the tone, mate. you know. Comeback. You, you didn't think it was a, and I don't want to bring up old wounds or anything with regards to the Cup Footy Club, but um, you didn't think when you initially got the message that it was a scam, like a Nigerian scam. Or oh wow, I didn't try to. Let's all above board. There was no, no no details that needed to be exchanged or anything like that. No, not no, at all. Okay. Um, but yeah, went to the cricket. Um, pretty much stayed pretty pretty grounded, pretty low key over the break. Didn't do much. I think this yeah. was the first New Year's Day that I didn't go out to a party and party. Like, oh, has, I don't has know. Terry Degani changed his ways, has he? He's <laughs> grown up a little bit, a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, there's still that little child and boy within you, my friend, mate. Forever, forever. Boys but and I their toys, mate. Boys and their toys. Boys and their toys. I think yeah. I'll just pick my spots now when I'm going to go out. Yeah, it's just, right, mate. I don't know. Yeah, you get to a point and you're like... What am I chasing here? Well, I don't know. Whatever. That's maybe it's also off season, and it's like a time to be really morbid. Um, yeah, you're trying to be find, You're trying to find your way. You're trying to find something to sustain you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think alcohol and going out's going to do that every now and again. So. Nah, nah, that stuff just um, alcohol's just a band aid. But are you? Yeah. I don't know. What like, I think I'm a little crazy. I go r crazy without the football after a certain yeah. while. It's like. Yeah. It's like, what am I meant to do in this life other no, than I... watch the football? <laughs> I said it to you yesterday when you asked me, like, oh, are you busy at 7 p.m.? I'm like, no. I'm like, yes, get me on. <laughs> Hurry up. Let's do this show. I need it. I need it. I just, it's like it's it's withdrawal symptoms, I'm telling you. It actually is. Yeah, it's man. it's literally it's work, football, law abroad gym, whatever else <laughs> comes yeah, after man. that. <laughs> if you take footy and blue prawn away and a jumper punch away, there's not really much to wake up for. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. No, I, I think definitely 
there's cycles to it. I think yeah. maybe one or two months removed from the season, it's like, okay, we need it. We're going a little insane. You know, it's a bit That's too true. much. And then there's just this thirst for it at the pretty much as soon as New Year's Day ticks over that first two, three weeks. And then all of a sudden you see training pictures today and they're like, nothing special happens other than a 2K time trial and like they did a training session they ran. And I'm like, let's fucking go. (laughs) Especially when it's in the wet as well. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny. Everyone says, oh, who cares about the 2K of it? It's the one thing that people talk about at this time of year. So, you know, people say it's not important, but it is an important facet. You want to see who's come back in good nick, who's improved their aerobic capacity, who's improved their strength, who's, in, you know, it's a it's a, it's a little guide as to who's going to be able to get from contest to contest. And it's no shock that the names up there today are the, are the names that have been there for, for the last couple of seasons with a bit of a, with a bit of a surprise, I think too. So uh, it's just nice to, it's nice to have it back. It's creeping up on us, mate. Mate, we're already a week past the first. Mate, the first week of twenty twenty four is done. It's done. Correct. It's over. Yeah, and I it's mean, we, we actually start seeing footy earlier than what we usually would because the season starts earlier. Yeah. Therefore, practice games start earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to your question, like you know, what's important? Everything is important. Yeah, Everything. <laughs> I think. Detail, yeah, of course. One thing about the break that I was, maybe it's just the overthinking, but when's the last time we got through an off-season break, that two, three-week break with no news, no injury, no like surprise, you know? It's been a while. It has been, yeah. No controversy, no, oh, who's going to play in this position or we're missing this player or... See, but even then, there were a few niggles towards the back end of 2023 in the preseason. That last session, I know Cripps went off and all that, but he's he's fine. Hewitt ran today. Hewitt was fine. So there's no there's no real cause for concern. And even if there are little blips here and there, I don't think there is really any cause for concern at all because they've been able to deal with all that sort of stuff. So I don't think there's there's enough coverage and depth and squad there to be yeah. able to handle any of that. So there's just no. You know, we're out of that mould now of, of, of bickering about all these little tiddly bits in the preseason. Just just let it play out. Yeah. Go to every go to every session you can, watch them train, and just let the season unfold how it does. I think the one thing that we, we've all learned from last season, and, and I think the one thing we need to do is just preach what we said at the start of last season, was just let it all play out first before casting judgment over it all. And, uh, you know, that that's... That's that's what happens when you're when you're patient and you let the people who are employed to do what they have to do actually do what they have to do. So, yeah, um, it was an exercise in, an exercise in patience last year, and this preseason will be the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to touch on the time trial, but before we do that, Davey's asked, "Have you heard anything from inside the club about Rob Monaghan? Is he settling in? Okay, looks like a good athlete." Mm-hmm. I know nothing. I know nothing. Right, Maybe the old else. short theory, mate. I know nothing. Nothing. I, know I don't nothing. know. Um, I would suspect he wouldn't play early in the season or anything like that, but stranger things have happened, I guess. Uh, yeah, he looks fit, I guess. So, yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah, well, time trial. Yep, what happened? Do you know, you know, the top five off the top of your head? I don't know it off the top of my head, but uh, no, I, won it. <laughs> yeah, he won it. I know he definitely won it. Um, outside of that, I actually don't know. I know Charlie finished top five. I'll tell you. Uh, now. So I think it top was five. Cottrell first. 
Bins yep. second, Ollie yep. Holland's third, Elijah Holland's fourth. He was the one. Yep. And Charlie Kerno fifth, yep. which is remarkable in itself. Uh, yeah. You were angling towards a name that was maybe a bit of a surprise to be there. Is that was that Elijah? It was yeah yeah. Mm. Uh, I didn't yeah. Well, I I didn't not that I didn't expect him to be up there or anything like that. I didn't really have an expectation on that kind of stuff. But it's just nice that he has come in, and we know what happened when he came in. The whole scenario off the field. We get that. But uh, Cripper said in his press conference that. All you can do is earn the respect of the new blokes that you're around, and I reckon him being up in lights in that uh, in that 2K time trial when it goes up on the whiteboard, I reckon people will be looking at his name, thinking, "What well unsung?" Yeah, do you know what it is? It's it's like, yeah. huh? It's it's not anything too yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. crazy to get um, nah, nah. you know too, nah, nah. To read too far into, but it's also mm-hmm. like, huh? That's yeah. that's a nice start to twenty. It's a standard, isn't it? Yeah. It's a standard. Well, so, that's right. That's exactly right. Can he can he hold the standard? That's the question, and that's the question for all of them. Can you be consistent with your high standards throughout all of twenty twenty four? And if you can, who knows what is possible? You know, premierships are possible, mm. and the top four is possible. So uh, he, he is just another layer that will add into that half forward midfield uh operation that I think needs a little bit of bolstering and I think he will add to it. So, you know, we, we had a good chat about him in the player preview about what he could potentially provide this list and what he could prevent potentially provide this football club. And, you know, it's finishing ability. It's getting from contest to contest. And he and his brother have obviously got that uh, aerobic capacity uh, down pat. There's absolutely no doubt about that. So, I would suggest that not reading too far into it, but that two K two K time trial number would suggest that um, he's going to be in it when the whips are cracking in the fourth quarter. So that's what we want to see. Mm-hmm. Cottrell's the one that's the perfect example of yeah. okay, that you've 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 made it to the top. Can mm-hmm. you hold it? When's the last time he didn't win the two K time trial? Probably the year before, I'd say. I don't know who won it the year before last year, though. Uh, he hit from 2022 into 2023, he won it having put on six or seven kilos. Yeah. Um, that was the one I was there for. And this year he's won it. Prior to that, I, don't, I can't remember who had who had nabbed it. It must it might have been kept hush-hush. But, um, yeah, it's not nice to see. I mean, that's what you want from your wickers, wingers. That's a skill set. Aerobic capacity is a skill set. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's got it down pat. So, again, it's, it's that... Ollie Hollands has got it. Blake Akers has got it. Uh, Jackson Bins has got it. Um, Cottrell's got it. All those blokes who need to be running up and back and up and back and up and back and getting from contest to contest to contest have all got that down pat. So it's a start. It's definitely mm-hmm. a start. I'm interested to see how Binsy goes this season. I know everyone was a big rap for him last year with what he did in the reserves, but he wasn't needed. And that's the beauty about where we were. It's funny how we were. And remember how we kept saying, oh, the wing position, geez, it's such a weak area. And then in the blink of an eye, we've got a bloke in the reserves who's getting 30 a week and doing really, really well, and he can't get a sniff in at the wing position. So it's it's become, it has become, I would, I would say the wing position is probably one of the strongest areas on the ground for us. And it all changed in one preseason. Running power. Yeah, it's huge, man. It's massive. It's massive. The more contest you get to, the more influence you have on a game, so forth and so on. Mm. Walsh might have been the one. Genevieve, you're right. He may have – he would probably have have been up there. Could have been, Mm. yeah. 
Yeah. Well, did fascinating. You see, did you see? I actually just saw, and I know it came out December 10, but apparently had a bit of a sore back towards the back end of last season. And the Bosh. hamstring injury, yeah, that apparently the hamstring injury was hamstring injury was actually a bit of a, a blessing in disguise. So I don't I don't know what that means for heading into 2024, but um you know, when you have serious back surgery like he did, I guess there is a certain amount of load management that you you have to go through. And they all they all need to go through load management. That's that's yeah. not even an argument. But I just I'm intrigued to see how that develops um heading into the season. Hopefully it's not a problem. Yeah. I, I mean, they haven't said much about his program being modified. Mm. I can't no. help but assume no. that it would be though. Yeah. I mean, back surgeries like it's a very serious. It is. Like, no, it is very serious thing that he that had happened to him last year. Yeah, yeah. It's. I think it might even be. And this is not me. I'm not saying I don't know anything, or I'm not. I'm not espousing rumors or anything like that. But it, it may be something that he just needs to manage throughout his career. I, I don't know. It could be one of those things. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I did a video. I think it was a week ago now. With um, mm. I did a you know my my questions leading into the year yes. as as yes. we tick yep. over. Yes. And I wanted to put a call out to you and yep. to those of you watching at home. Yep. What are some questions you have about the club as a whole going into this year that we will reflect on at the end of the year and yep. we'll have the answers to? Well, the, the one that I wanted to know, and this is what I was sort of trying to allude at when I was at the uh, Crips press conference, um, what, what, what is our competitive edge? That's going to get us to a premiership. What sets us apart from the rest of the competition that is going to push us to premiership number 17 and, you know, the second premiership in the AFL era? And we got an answer in an email from the president, which actually really pleased me. And I know, look, I know to a certain point it can be fluff and I get it, but uh, he, he said our people. And, and mm -hmm. I, I think that is... I think that is one of the more true statements I think I've heard for quite a while. Our people are the competitive advantage. Um, that's in the in the crowd. I, I think he was. Ref I think there was a there was a, not a subliminal message, but it was more like you guys off the field are the ones that are going to push us all the way. We, we've got everything down pat. Now it's you guys off the field that need to hammer us all the way to to number seventeen. Whether that's with you know, rocking up every week, giving them your unwavering support through thick and thin, which, you know, we have done regardless of whether or not we've been critical of them. Um, you know, but there's, there's, there's a, there is a sense of uh, momentum with us now that, you know, don't hop off, hop on basically is what we're looking at. So the one thing for me was a competitive edge, which was kind of answered our people outside of that. Um, I guess the competitive edge on the field, like what, what's going to separate, What's going to separate our um, What's going to separate our team compared to others on the field? What's our edge on the field? So you know that has to be developed over years, and it has to be developed over pre seasons and weeks. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. We're not tactically involved in all of that. We we only see what happens after the game. Yeah. You know, we we only know what happens tactically after the game and how they try to separate it. So you know, and and it was from the start. You know, Voss said and came in. He goes, look, if you're not going to if you're not going to win the ball at the contest and at the source, well, you may as well not rock up. So I guess that's the that's the big thing for us too. So outside of that, what does it look like off-field from a board perspective too with Luke Say's tenure coming to an end? How does the club navigate through that? 
that's um, going to be very interesting because yeah, yeah. there's one of two i mean there's one of two ways that this goes i you know correct me if i'm wrong he either steps yep. down at the end as per his term in the yeah. constitution and, and that's that's yep. the end or i'm pretty sure there is a provision in there where he can be voted in for one extra year at a time i believe something like that yeah. so yeah i don't know we've all, all of a sudden we've got this stability and it's like yeah. Nobody leave. Everyone stay, stay, stay put. I don't know. Yeah, I think even if he was to move on, I don't think anything much would really change. To be honest, I don't think anything because mm. everything's set with regards to you know medium term and long term vision for the club and and strategic plans yeah. for the club. So how that all plays out, I don't know. But or do you do I mean, you leave yeah. it up to the you know is is it a you know, meritocracy and a democracy where they say, okay, well, let's leave it to the fans and supporters. I reckon if they left it to the fans and supporters last year, yeah, uh, there'd probably be no one left. So, uh, cool ahead. No, <laughs> no, there'd be no club. If it was up to me, there'd be no one left. So, and not even the janitor would have been left. So, uh, like I said, that's why sometimes it's good to just leave it with the people who are, who are esteemed at making these kind of decisions. And look, they've done, they've done us proud so far. So, we haven't won anything yet, but. Yeah, the trajectory is definitely good. So, look, if it comes down to a vote and he says, "Look, I, I feel like I want to stay for another year just to make sure things are continually down pat and and the way we want it to be moving forward," then I, I guess it'll go down to a vote. And if if the members deem him fit, then he'll remain there. Mm. Look, these are you know that's a question we can only wait until the end of the season to have an answer well, to. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and We've dealt with worse. I don't think it's going to destabilize the club by any nah, means. I think nah, they, nah. They, they put in place their processes and their systems for operations and, and all of that. It's just I it's mean, just more of a, you know it's happening, you know it's coming up. Yeah. Ultimately, what do we know about it? What, yeah. The only thing we can, the only thing we are privy to is results, really. Yeah, that's, true. That, that, that's all we judge it off. We, we don't judge it. We, we don't know what the processes are. We, we see what they do on the field. And then we judge the processes based on the results, and they're the ones who are implementing everything. So, you know, what we do here is, is you know, we're looking at results-based analysis, which can be fraught with danger, but they're looking at process-based analysis to say, okay, well, we're putting the right things in place based on best practice and based on what we see, but sometimes the results might not, you know, that they might not lead that way. So that that's why these guys have been put in certain roles. So um, the other question that I think... I was looking towards was, and it actually got asked by Jeremy Cruz off Twitter, um, who debuts first this year? <laughs> I like this Great question. Question. Great <laughs> question. Um, Jeremy, who debuts first out of those? Out well, of like the youngsters? Yeah, out of, out of, yeah I, I guess it's an open-winded question. I, I probably out of the draftees, I would assume. I, I say Billy Wilson before Ashton. Yeah. I just don't think Moya has that. He's not rock hard fit yet. Do, do you know mm. what I mean? He's just just that little bit. He's fit, but he's just a little bit pudgy. You know. Yeah. Let him get his uh, consistency down pat. Yeah, in the yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. I'm trying to think yeah. on the ground. Like Billy Wilson, yes, in theory. Yeah. But to get into the midfield, that's. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. You know what I would love. You know what I would love. I was saying this to Mars and Rocco, and a few others as well. I'd love for them in round one to say. We, we know this season is, you know, based off what happened in 2023, such a big, you know, such a big occasion because there's a lot of expectation. How we deal with it, we don't know. But I'd love for Vossi to say, look, 
this is the hardest test we're going to face away this season based on previous seasons. Brisbane at the Gabba, they were undefeated there last season. They got us here in a prelim. I'd love for him to say to Ashton and Billy, boys, you're going to debut round one. This is the standard you need to get to. They're going to show you the standard that you need to get to. Our boys are going to show you what you need to get to and the opposition that you're going to face is going to show you what you need to get to. I don't, look, I don't believe in this whole free hit scenario or anything like that, but no. I think it would be a great occasion for them to travel. First game, head up there, spotlights on you. You know, don't don't be perturbed by what's coming. You've got these senior blokes who are going to look after you today. Come for the trip, pack your bags and, and debut up at the Gabba. Um, and there's, you know, no pressure on you, lads. You just go out there and play football. Mm. I'd, I'd love for that to happen. I don't think it will. Yeah. But I'd like it's for that to happen. It's a nice little carrot to dangle out the front. Um, yeah. I mean, You've got to earn this, it, though. You have to earn yeah, it, obviously. Of course. Of yeah. course. So the, these are the players. I mean, we'll, we'll take out Elijah Hollins and Orazio Fantasia. They've played AFL. Yes. Um, yes. These are the guys who are on the list that are yet to play a senior game. So you've got um, you know, Monaghan and Duffy. I don't know if we even consider them for the moment, but whatever. Yep. Duffy's injured. Yep. Yep. Uh, Hudson O'Keefe. Also an interesting little name. Just yes. like the way he goes. He's just got a nice little thing about him there. Um, Matty Carroll. Yes. Do you think he would debut this year? think he's a chance? I, I, I don't want to say no because he's a young kid and you just don't know anything can happen. Yeah. But he's, he's a baby, mate. Like he's just yeah. nothing of him. I've got time. <laughs> there's nothing of him, mate. <laughs> um, Dom Aquay. This is a, it's an interesting year yeah. coming up for Dom. Touch and go, isn't it? it it's and and I believe I haven't confirmed this, but I am I believe he's out of contract at the end of the year. Yeah, he will be. He definitely so it's it's kind of like he doesn't necessarily, in my view, need to play X amount of games in the AFL, and but I think he needs to take a big leap in the VFL and be a bit more consistent oh, in the VFL. Yeah, he's been in the course. system a few years now in our yeah. in our group, so. Yeah. Um, well, it's an important year for Dom. It is. It's huge, and there is a there is a chance for him to come in as that intercept player because, and Touchwood, McGovern, and Marchbank, we know, we know based on history they are not reliable. Hmm. That, that that's 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 just a given, right? Whether or not they become reliable in twenty twenty four, who knows? McGovern was in twenty twenty three. Marchbank was to the back end of twenty twenty three. Whether or not they can keep that going, I don't know. History suggests no. So there will be and likely be an opportunity for Dom based on history that he could have to come in. He, he might have to come into the team. I don't know. He's got to be ready for that. He's had a nice base to get ready for it. He's had two seasons in the system at VFL level, learning the way, learning his craft, understanding what our plan is down in the back line and how to, you know, ha- how to unfold moving up further afield as well. Uh, so a guy like him, Harry Lemmy, who's got a monstrous kick on him. Um, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. Yeah. So there, there are opportunities for everybody. Yeah. Mike? Got you, Mike. Singapore on the way home from Sri Lanka. Good man. Love it. Love, Love it. Uh, Lemmy. So Le- Lemmy hasn't played. Oh. Is he capable of playing? Is he, if required, do you reckon he'd be all right to play a game? Oh, we don't know. He hasn't played, so we don't know. We don't know. He's still, again, he's still a baby. He's still young. He's, 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 his players develop at different rates. So I don't know. I don't think anyone knows the answer. You can't just put a line through guys who haven't played yet. 
Especially I'm a little bit age. bullish on. I don't know. I got, I'm a bit bullish on Lemmy. Do you know what I, I like? I, I like Lemmy and O'Keefe. I like these I'll two. I'll tell you what I noticed at training from from the first day we trained at the end of season 2023, heading into this season. Harry Lemmy and Hudson O'Keefe are both more noticeable. That's what I noticed. Is yeah. that they're noticeable? Yeah. True. Yeah. And I, I haven't gone looking for them. I've just seen them there and they've been in the forefront. I'm like, oh, okay. I like this. Mm. Yeah. You've settled in. You're getting a bit of the bullet training. Oh, yeah. You got to, mate. You got to. It's just, you know, it's just, yeah. I'm, I'm sick of, like, you know, I don't, I don't want to put these players on a, oh, he's going to be a star, just play him. You know, oh, no. he's a first round pick. He's just going to be a gun. I also don't want to get into the mold of, oh, no, he's no good because he hasn't played a game yet. Somewhere in between lies the truth. Mm. And we, we'll find out this year with a lot of players. Jack Carroll, another one too. I know he's debuted, obviously, but he's another one. Take the next step, son. So, Lemmy, if you had to say likely or unlikely to play this year, what would you guess at this likely. point? Likely. Chat, yeah. what do you think? Harry Lemmy, likely or unlikely in your estimate likely. to play this year? I think he's good for a game late in the season, you know? It's good for it. I, I feel like that's what it kind of looks like. Uh, yeah, yeah he, he could do it earlier. He might kick six in the VFL two weeks in a row and get himself a game. We just don't know. We don't know. He's got mm. the size too. He's got the kick I too. Just, I just want to get a pulse on where the chat kind of sees him. Come down mm. to our injuries. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Billy Wilson, you did mention him earlier as someone that would, would debut first. So you think he's – think he could come in? Uh, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Well, you need a squad, Terry. You mm. need a squad. It's just you need a squad. <laughs> you have to have a squad to maintain standards and maintain your form. Uh, and it's as simple as that. Simple as that. Well, it's so much fresh energy, you know. Yeah. We in the in the matter of one preseason, we literally got rid of that Dow Fisher, Lockie O'Brien, Plowman, Honey era. Ed Kerno, like, let's be honest, those were five, six of the names every week at some point in the last yeah, few yeah, years. Yeah. They all had their turn. Why is he yeah. on the list? He's no good, whatever. Um, wish them all the best, but they've all been replaced and it well, all moves it. on. Well, that's it. All you've got to do is, and, and each season you've just got to improve, whether that's positionally, whether that's tactically, whether that's off the field. You've just got to continually improve every facet of your football club and organisation. And it seems to me that that's, that's what we're doing. Is anybody – have you noticed anyone talking about any of those players now? Dunblood. Oh, <laughs> Dunblood. Yeah. I think the Saints did a few photos of Stocker just getting him up and about oh, there. Nice one, mate. Who cares? Good on him. Whatever. Who cares, I mate? love it. Roblox FC, mate. Um, today, they're like they're like racehorses, mate. Here today, gone tomorrow, mate. They just you forget about them. It's done. What about your man, Murkov? My man, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He's a, bloke's had heart surgery, mate. I don't, what, do you, what do you say? No, there? as in, as in, yeah. yes, he's had heart surgery. Yeah. Don't even know his status if he's going to be playing. Believe he he is out of contract as well. So you know, it, it's another one that I'm circling here. It's like him and Domaquay both haven't yeah. seen anything close to senior football yet. Yeah. But 
Yep. Is it? Are we in a rush for them, or uh, like when's that tipping point of you've got time to yeah. you got to show us something? When do you think both that of them, both of them have to this year. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're out of contract at the end of the year, so they have to show something. Mur- Murkov needs to throw his body around a bit more, mate. He needs to get involved more at VFL level. He's, he's a big lad, mate. Make your presence felt. He, he's he's tall, but he's not big. Mm. He's slight. He's he's not. You know, I feel like he'll always be that way. That yeah. I mean, he's there's a lot to fill out. It takes a while. The problem is, if he fills out, he'd be 150 kilos. Yeah, that's well, you're about to run, let alone walk. That's um, true. So, so Murkov, oh, I don't know. He would have to do something to to sort of like put himself on the map. Do you know year. what you know what it is with him? There are some flashes with him and flashes in the pan with him where I, I just look at it and I go, oh. A guy over 205 centimeters shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Like with regards to some of the things he does with the ball, like that. And I still, I can't get over that hit up kick that he did at Metricon when I was caught, when I was calling that VFL game up there. I still couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. Not many guys of his height can actually pull off kicks like that. So whether or not he can do more of that in 2024, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd like to see him do it, but he's probably. You look at our ruck order; is probably fourth pick, mm-hmm. if that. Hudson O'Keefe's probably ahead of him because I think he's a better footballer. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But you know, there is eight months, twelve, one season for for Murkoff to to get himself into that bracket. Let alone play football. I don't know what his well, health exactly. is like. That's the truth. Yeah. Um, the other two, Bins and Moyer. So Bins, very popular name. Very yes. popular name. Done the, yes. uh, what do you call it? The apprenticeship? Like the ultimate apprenticeship. Did the yep. year in the VFL, worked on all yep. the craft, all the little bits and pieces. And, um, you know, he will. Uh, he's one that I'm pretty confident will play at some point this year in this list. I like his energy. He yeah. just seems he seems a good character. Yeah, and I know, yeah. I know that might be a little bit cheesy and corny, but I like... I like the the energy I get from him when I see him at training. He's he's always involved too. Yeah. He's, he's always involved. So I think he will play this year. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think he'll be a. Uh, oh, I think he'll be. I think he'll be an important part of the squad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying he's going to play 20 games or anything like that. But I think all these players, they're all they're all going to be an important part of the squad and rotations. Mm-hmm. And and then there's Ashton Moyer, who has got some tricks. Yep, you know he will he will do what he will do. Yep. Whenever he gets his debut, he will. But yep. I guess the purpose of going through that list was of those names. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my mind, I don't mm-hmm. know what you think. Binz is probably the only one where I look at these names and I'm like, you will make the team better for sure. You might play more. Moyer's probably a close second. The others, I'm like, in theory, you could play it. Might we try yep. it? You earn a game late yep. in the season, but. Those are the only two where I kind of have a bit of confidence going into it. Moya is the, out of all those players we just mentioned there, so of all the youngsters around his age, so say from 19 to about 21, you got Elijah Holland, you got Ollie Holland, you got uh, Jack Carroll, you got all those guys that age on our list who have been there for a season already or two seasons. I think Moya, out of all of them, he's the one with the... If I had to say who's the best player ball in hand and who's got the most amount of tricks, as you said, 
I think he's the one. He's the yes. one that's going to be doing the candy, kicking goals from the boundary, doing miraculous things. You know, he, he reminds me of, and I think Ari put out this funny tweet the other day of guys who will kick four goals in a quarter one week when you're the game, and then the next week they have four touches and they're a ghost. He 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 gives me that type of vibe and ilk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you need yep. those players in your team. You need Agreed. those players. <laughs> Agreed. He's got a bit. He's, yeah, I, I think I'm with you here, Sean. He, he kind of does remind me a bit of Jack Martin. He kind yep. of moves a bit like from what I saw at training and the little bits. I, I don't know if this is too outlandish, but I saw nah. some Jamara. <laughs> Jamara, oh okay. Some Jamara with his length yeah. and the way he puts his arms out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It just there was yeah. a, just a little bit. Yeah. I know it's there. It's clearly yeah. there. It's just yeah. about yeah. how ready is he going to be to be a professional in his first season. And I don't know. Yeah. You know, I'm, history tells me not to put too much pressure on on the first year players. So yes, I try not. That, that's a fair point. That's definitely a fair point. There, there is going to be some sort of pressure that they'll put themselves under, and that they have to put themselves under to to actually become better. But yeah, um, if he's if he's a quarter as good as Ugal Hagen, I mm. think I think we might have a handy for mate. Ugal Hagen's a freak. He's just uh, yeah. mate, the way he attacks the ball. I know this is a bull broad show, but by golly, God, he's a good player. Yeah, he's a very good player. He's going to be a problem for us. He's going to be a very years. good problem. <laughs> mm. So that's the debut bracket. This is yep. the next kind of bracket of experience, and I'll, I'll throw a few names out. So Corey Durden, Maltlop, Kemp. Always, these are guys that have played between 25 and 50 games. I mean, always on 49. So between 23 Kemp and 49 Always, that's the next bracket there. Um, yep. The reason why I'm going through it this way is, I mean, I think we can all agree that you know, 25 year olds onwards, we're, we're all right. We're in a nice spot with the list. Hmm. It's just about who's going to pop up from these, you know inexperienced layers of the yes. list. So we just mentioned the, the potential debutants. Now we'll talk a little bit about this group. So always Kemp, Motlop, Dirt, and you can even throw maybe even a, a Oli Hollands in there as well and Elijah. Yep. Yep. Um, which of those names do you – I mean, Kemp's probably locked himself in the side to start. So, so, is he, so, is he so. there? Is he, is he proven it yet? On the periphery, I'd say. On the periphery. He's worked his way up. He's worked his way up, definitely. Mm-hmm. It was an important part of what we did in the back end of last season, and he was part of the team that went on a run. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and now it's up to him to go to that next step, to actually lock himself into the into the team. Availability is your best friend. And I want to mention Corey Durden with regard to that. He wasn't fit last season. Yeah. Yeah, go what, what can he prove? If you're not fit, what are you going to do? Yeah. Say it all the time. Availability is your best ability. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Corey also played the first half of the season, yep. then GWS, and yep. that was it. That was it. That yep. was his season. Yep. Yep. Hey, he you looked know? all right in patches, mate. Yeah, he looked all right in patches, mate. He's still look, not a mate. It's not an excuse. He's still young. He's still inexperienced. Yeah, he's got to have a full season. We don't know, mate. We don't know. We do not mm. know yet. So. Look, one, one thing you can't underestimate with him is his tenacity and his attitude. He, he ticks, you know, that, that's the first thing you need to tick as a footballer. And, and that, he's got down that, he's got that down pat. So that, that's not an issue. Now it's just about what can you add to your armory that you can set yourself apart from Oes or Motlop or whoever else. Is it, is it your, your strength in tackling, which is something that we need to make sure that we're strong at in our front half? 
is it your eye for goal from set shots? We know he's a nice set shot when he when he gets it going. So he just needs to keep his body right. That's as simple as that. There's no yeah. there's no other thing for him. Stay fit, and your opportunity will come. I mean, I'm 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 thinking he's the one that's gonna when he gets himself his body right. Hey, um, big on him. <laughs> inshallah, inshallah, he gets yeah. he gets healthy this year. Yeah, yeah, at yeah. the right time of the year, I think he will remind. He sort of have he's he's had these. Um, it's been a bit of a roller coaster when he's in the side. Yeah. Uh, sorry, when when he's not talked about a lot, he does things in games, and you're like, wow, he's the future. I mean, this time last year, we're talking about always oh, he's out of the side. It's going to be Motlop and Dirt and mm. hand the keys over there, the small mm. forward moving mm. forward, and then it's funny. Twelve months later, conversations really different. Um, yeah. No one's discounting always like they were. Fantasia's in the fold. Yep. Um, Moyer's in the fold. Motlop's yep. there. All of a sudden, it's like you probably can only. I mean, I, I'm you know getting a feel of the sense that you can only play two, three. How many of them can you play? Uh, you'd, you'd say absolute max three, right? At, at max three, you'd think. But then you look at Collingwood, mate. They they the only tall they had was. Uh, what's his name? My check. True. <laughs> you, you have to right now, now. This is where you have to be, especially well, maybe not especially forward of center, but I think just as the year goes on, and you have to be unpredictable to a point. Yep. Yeah. Predictability is your best friend to a certain point, but so is unpredictability too. There, there, there are going to be there are going to be days and matches where we look at a team and say, "Hmm, okay." You've got pretty good tall defenders, but your weakness is on the ground and you're no good if the ball hits the deck. Let's play three small forwards today yeah. and become unpredictable. Let's keep the ball low. Let's not go high and long. True. Let's handball more. Hmm. That's up to coaches. Tactics. Got to stay unpredictable. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Yeah. Motlop in this group. I, I held back. I reserved my expectations in year yep. two. Yep, mate, he's ready. Nah, he's a gun, mate. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, 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 he's got it. He's, ready. Yeah, he's got it. He's got it. This That's is what I'm trying to, to. Yeah, yeah. This is what I'm trying to. Um, this is what I'm trying to like yeah. gather a, a sense of. Like, who are the guys that were like maybe on the fringe, a little bit of a question mark, and then yeah. now it's like, no, they're in. We need them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's, uh, I, I would say out of all of them, he is the most talented of the lot. And now it's how you harness that with your work rate, with your intelligence off the ball, how that all works, I don't know. So it's it's on him now. It's all up to him. So uh, I, I really like him. I think he's got freakish talent and he's got good work rate um, and he's strong too. He doesn't seem, he doesn't seem uh, out of his depth. Mm -hmm. which is a big thing for those young players, especially of that size. And he's a big lad too. He's a big lad. He's, no, a, big he's boy. a big boy. He's a solid lad. Yeah. Got a bit about him. I uh, Do you want to watch the, the time trial? Let's go for it. You got it? <laughs> I don't know if this is going to work. This will work, won't it? Yeah, this will work. Yeah, this will work. Here we go. Is that working? Oh, let's watch the time trial together. <laughs> Press play. Three, there we go. Not a heavy, heavy nine here. <laughs> Look at this. Benzi, Cottrell, Ollie, Charlie, Elijah. Oh, Cottrell, mate. Shit it in. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wait, yeah. let me just go back one minute there. Look at Elijah, mate. Look yeah. at Elijah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mario and Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> Kennedy, another one who's getting involved, mate. He's he's not been spoken about. We'll definitely get to him. Yep. Yeah. We've got yeah. him here on the list. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Binzi. What shocking conditions for footage. <laughs> oh, it's, it's great, though, for round one. It's, it's yeah. great, though, for your first day back from a from a Christmas break. It's like, all right, you've had your time off. You've been inside. You've been on the couch. Now yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> Waterlogged balls. 2K time trial. Fuck off. Gross. <laughs> Interesting. I just want to see who's not here. Let's have a look again. Chera's there. Uh, they all seem to fog. be there. Is that Murkov? Uh, oh, I think that's Lewis Young. I think that might have been Lewis Young. Jack Carroll. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Bit of, bit of yeah. size. Look at this, mate. This is dissection at its finest. Yeah, right there, mate. There we go. Yeah. Boyd is at the back there. Oh, the back there. there. Yeah. oh Lewis Young. Yeah, it was Lewis Young. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're enough, mate. The analysis Lewis has already Young. begun. Yes. No start. Apparently, there you go. Aiden Sear, no Sard, no Sard, no Acres. Well, he was married. Adam, ah, oh, there you go, there you go. Adam yeah. Sard did do light duties in the last session that we went to. I remember seeing him run along the boundary in that pre-Christmas session. Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah, he was just chilling. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he was just yeah. I mean. They'll do some sort of injury report next week, I would have thought. I yeah, I wouldn't have thought there's anything to worry about. He wasn't on crutches. Mm. He wasn't on anything. Uh, Hewitt didn't have the hand cast on either. Yep. Um, uh, I think the other thing as well we didn't touch on last, I think at the back end of the year, we went through the injury list. I forgot to mention Akers had surgery. Yeah. He did have surgery on the shoulder. Who was that? Akers? Akers, yeah. So Doc did had he? the surgery on the toe. And yes. I'm pretty sure Akers did... Like a clean up to the to the shoulder. I don't I, I don't know if he had surgery, Acres. Because he was he didn't he was on a modified training schedule as well for that Christmas session. Okay, I I, I don't um, I, I don't know if he had surgery. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I'm did, sure, did the club confirm that? Sure, I saw it on. I think it was a Channel Seven report. I'm, I'm okay. sh like sure of it. So okay. Anyway. No, no Doc didn't. Doc did not have shoulder surgery. He had toe surgery. Yeah, he had he had a foot, which he's still not back. He he was in training for a bit pre Christmas in that session before Christmas, but then he made his way off, so he didn't participate in the whole mm. thing. But he said he seemed fine. They, they, most of them seem fine. There's no there's no issues at the moment. So no issues, absolutely. For now, um, last words. So the next little group of players, so those are our young, you know, next layer of youngsters. Then it yep. kind of goes from, so yep. you got like Corey Durden on 34 games, right? Then you got a bit of a leap. And then it goes, always 49 games, Cunningham 53, Cottrell 54, Fogarty 55, Lewis Young 58, Pitto 59, Marchbank 60, and Tom DeConing 60. Then you've got to jump by 34 games to get to the next player. Mm. So there's a, it starts to kind of like separate. So your debutants, uh, the players we just mentioned, then uh, you got this bracket, yep. and then you got your guys that are playing 99 games onwards. Yep. Yep. So 
Mm. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> just, yeah. just keep keep playing in the big games and winning them. It's as simple yes, as that. Absolutely. Someone's got somebody, to do it. Somebody asked me a question here. Um, Rob Monet. Uh, no. Um, someone asked there me is- a question about Fogarty. Okay. Oh yeah. There you go. Well, that that actually pertains to what I wanted to say about the small forwards. Yes. Um, so bringing Fantasia in. I think was a good move, not just on field. I actually think if if you look at that small forward bracket, who are those youngsters learning off? They're learning off True. Matt Owies was the most experienced of them all. Mm-hmm. Do, with all due respect to Matt Owies, do you really want Motlop and Durden learning off him? Or do you want them learning off Fantasia, who's been in the system? I know he's but he, he you know, he's a guy that's been a good small forward for you know, for a few years in the system. And, he, you know, he's got a few tricks up his sleeve that he can teach these youngsters. Yeah, well, I mean, always he's got a, a, a really, you know what always has a really good gift for? Uh, spatial awareness and finding space. Yep, that's uh, but that forward craft at the feet of Harry and Charlie, yeah, yeah, we haven't locked that down yet. Would, yeah. would love a, a peak Eddie Betts at this point in time. That yeah. would be handy. But yeah, it's that forward craft as the ball drops, even, even watching the highlights as we've been doing the previews and like sort of adding them to the collection, you just see it as the ball hits the deck. Haven't nailed that down yet. Nope. Nope. The, the, the old ball hits the deck and someone charges through it a million miles an hour, picks it up, gathers yeah. and snaps a goal. Yeah. We, we haven't got that down pat. Although I will say that goal from Motlop against Melbourne, where he received that sharp handball and snapped, snap the goal. Not many can do that. Like that, that's very yeah. difficult to snap it through like that from 35 hour high pressure scenario. He's the one that I think can do it. Well, we, he did in the Port Adelaide game a few times. Mm-hmm. He sort of bars his way through and just, you know, sometimes you've just got to, I think Arsenal need to take this lesson, just just bundle the ball home, lads. <laughs> just score. <laughs> you're, a bit, you're a little bit mad about Arsenal, mate. Oh, fuck me. Oh, <laughs> Don't get me started. My Twitter's gone bipolar. I was furious this morning and then I realised, oh, tonight's a bull broad show, so we'll get back into happy mood. We, we, yeah, we, needed, to get, we needed to get people off Twitter tonight. Twitter's off Twitter. I think Twitter needs footy as well. I think footy Twitter? Twitter needs the football. Oh, oh mate, it's, just, it's all happening on, on on footy Twitter today or last night. Just crazy. What as in like there's just something scenes. personal there's or there's like just, just, there's just scenes happening. There's just like bickering and fighting and I've like, seen a few little bits and pieces, but I mean, are, you, yeah. are we really surprised? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> It's like the Pakistanis dropping catches in slips. Are we really surprised? It's been happening True. for 30 years. That's a good point. <laughs> it's just, are we really surprised? I'm not. Well, people yeah. getting locked and people getting upset with each other. Yeah. No, it's, it's you know a good what's point. Funny? Do you know what Twitter is? And a few months ago, I saw this. You know when you get like, like there's a fence and there's two dogs. So there's one dog on one side of the fence and one dog on the other side of the fence and they're going berserk at each other. And then one dog goes to the other side of the fence and they both meet up with each other and they don't say anything. Correct. <laughs> Correct. It's where the, for whatever reason, the the minority in the real world becomes the majority on the online world because the majority in the real world don't need to like, you know. This is like anything. This is like anything. If you use things for the right reasons, yeah, 
then you will be rewarded, right? Yeah. If you use thing for the wrong, if you use things for the wrong reasons, and you continue to fuel that behavior and fuel it and fuel it and fuel it, well, eventually it's going to explode, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. 100%. So, if if it's getting too much, go back, look at what you're doing, right? Take accountability. What did I do to get into this scenario? Okay, don't do it again. It's really not that hard. <laughs> it's that. It's that. Um, you know what? Should be gifting mirrors to people, mate. Hey, I've got a big fat mirror that I look at every time I wake up. Sometimes it right. looks pretty. I sometimes like it. every yeah, every mate. morning I look at it. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, hey, but you have to. You have to. It, you know, we, yeah. we all make mistakes, obviously, but you know, as long as we're not getting personal. But uh, it's just uh, this is the way of the world, mate. It's uh, Twitter. It can be your best friend. It can be your worst enemy. Yeah. Um, Do you see much difference this year? I mean. The online space. You talked about competitive advantage. My my view on competitive advantage for Carlton is the fan content ecosystem. I think that is genuinely something that no other club has in terms of the volume of content being created by the number of people. Um, So how do you see that this dynamic playing out? Because like you kind of blink and it's been... Five, five years, six years. Like, what the yeah. hell? Every week, five years, we've done yeah. this. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. It's it's a very it's an ever evolving space, and and the 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 next bit of evolution you can try to predict and try to have a grasp on and try to have your finger on the pulse, but you just never know what the next evolution of it's going to be. Uh, yeah. Have, having said that, I do think that you know there are pro and there are pros and cons with everything, but look. Well, for me, all I can say is my motivation with what I do, everything I try to do is to make the club that I follow better. Mm. And, you know, we all make mistakes, you know, you fly off the handle and you say things that you, you know, you probably regret and, you you know, you maybe go over the top. Everyone does to a certain point, right? The footballers do, the coaches do, the, the admin staff do. It, it happens, right? It's life. As long as your motivation is to get the football club in a better space and want the football club to be better and you're pushing them towards the next premiership, well, that's understandable, you know, and then you're going to get content creators and people in the online community who are just there for clicks. And that's, that's fair enough. You can be there for clicks if you want, but I know in my heart and in my conscience, I, I the clicks are one thing, whatever it's, it's a byproduct of you, you know, for, for me, I, I don't look to that. I, I just look at the current football club. I want them to be better. I want them to win their premierships. I want them to be a better football club. And that's, that's, you know, you, you pay a membership, you create all this content, and ultimately, at the end of the day, the, the sole goal for me is to make to make the Carlton Footy Club better. And if we can entertain a few people doing that, and and you know, we can make close friendships and close relationships, and create a tight knit community around all that, well, that's even better. And I think that will only add to the football club becoming better. Yeah, I mean, without this YouTube channel, I would still be watching as much footy, Carlton Footy, as what I do. I would yeah. still be talking about it probably as much as I do. It just wouldn't be live. Yeah. Um, well, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. I, I do think, right, that there is a new sense of accountability for football yeah. clubs because fans are now so much more influential because of this digital space. And whether or not that is for the whether or not that's for the betterment of the club or to the detriment of the club. You know, and I've always been of the opinion: if you can't handle the voice of the fans, and the the will and the demands of the fans, well, what are you doing there? Yeah, the coaches are going to ask more of you. 
not us. <laughs> it's true. You know, mm. I, I, I've always this. This is my thing. If we had not have exploded in the middle point of that year, right after that Essendon game, if the fans had not have erupted like we did on here, right? Personally, I think we would have been. I think we just would have stagnated out, and the year would have been horrendous. Mm. It's, the, it's the first time it ever got put up in lights. First time yeah, ever. Yeah. First True. time ever that I can remember it had been properly put up in lights. And there is, there's a sense of, as a player and as an employee, as a worker of somewhere, if you're put up in lights for poor performances and people who are supposed to back you are absolutely reaming you, there's a sense of pride and and, and embarrassment about that to, to want to be better. So, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's all for the better, so long as your motivations are all for the better. Yeah. It's a good point. It's a good point. Um, wow, that was a very quick 56, 57 minutes. Very quick. That's ridiculous. Um, at 8 p.m., the Sam Doherty preview will come out. Oh, nice. You got any words to say about Sam Doherty? Anything? Uh, Actually, Joe and I kind of debated it in the video. And okay. Joe Joe's view is Doc, he leans a little bit more towards um, defensive minded on the field we saw him deployed a bit more forward of center still behind stoppage but forward of center how do you classify him this year defender or midfielder both yeah mm. yeah both he'll he'll mm. need to be used in both simple as that mm. defender slash mid or mid slash defender i think that's his role i think that's it's not really much to go by but that that'll be uh you'll be able to pick him as a midfielder and defender in super coach <laughs> <laughs> mm. I just think we'll see him more in the mid. I just, I just think we'll need him yeah, more yeah. in the mid than yeah. what we've seen before. Yeah, yeah. Where, where we need him, He'll be, all these players, regardless of if they're stars or not, you, they, they are in a spot where we need them. Yeah. If we need him at halfback as an intercept. We'll play him there. If we need him at halfback as a rebounder, we'll play him there. If we need him as an on-baller to to gain territory in moments, we'll we'll play him there. That's his point mm. of difference. He's just get ball gain territory in that midfield. So if we need that, he'll be in there. Mm. Well, ladies and gents, we've got two minutes until 8 p.m. Uh, the Sam Doherty preview will come at 8. So stick around. Yes. Maybe we'll end this stream in a minute. Stick around. We'll see you in the preview. Um, and welcome back. Welcome to 2023. Uh, it's about to start popping off. We're probably a few weeks away from it really, really popping off. But... It's about to start popping off. So it it's is. it is a pleasure to be here with you, Paul Sebastiani, for another another year of footy, mate. It's a pleasure to be with you, my friend. Uh, mm. I think I don't know if there's I think there might be a session, open session next week. Oh yes. A lot of people have asked. They kind of hinted the club that there would be another one on the was it the nineteenth? Or yeah. something like ne that. Next week, I think. Next week? So yeah. Keep your eyes peeled. They'll post it. If there's going to be an open training, they'll post it. But yeah. um, I don't know what the answer is in this moment. But we'll be back. Lots to come. Lots to unpack. So uh, have a good night and we'll see you next Monday. See you, crew. All right. Ciao. Ciao, ragazzi. Ciao.